Welcome right. to the TD Report. I'm your host, David Combs. I'm here with Cody Bennett in Miami. we got Jody Coleman down here, our Midwest reporter. And we've got Tony Kennedy. This is getting to be like the Hollywood Squares on here, man. You know, I'm going to be like, uh, you oh, know, actually, Paul Lynn, you know, be in the middle. Let's, let's, at night. Let's swap it up. There, there we go. go. Swapped it up. All right, guys. We're going to talk uh, NFL draft here. We've got our mock draft going on. Uh, we have run down the top 10 picks. We did that last uh, last show. Today, we're going to go picks number 20 down through number 11. Okay. So we're going to go in reverse order. So we're going to start with Seattle down here picking at number 20. So let's talk about Seattle. Uh, Seattle had an interesting season this year. Traded away, traded away Russell Wilson. They got a lot of draft picks coming their way off the Russell Wilson deal. And then you factor in that Geno Smith had a resurgent season. He had, he had a pretty darn good season and is looking to be one of the top free agent quarterbacks on the market right now. And that isn't me that said that. That's on some of the major outlets and so on and so forth that have put it out that the number one potential free agent is going to be Lamar Jackson. Number two is going to be uh, Geno Davis, which Geno Smith, excuse me, which Gino for him Smith, is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So what do we think about uh, Seattle picking at number 20? Um, I'm going to go to, let's go to Jody first. I mean, I'm sorry, Cody. What do you, who do you uh, like Seattle picking I'm, up I'm, at number 20? I'm pulling, pulling my list up. I'm, give me a sec, Dave. Um, Seattle, though, I mean – this is going to be one of those picks that I think it's going to be a best available kind of thing. Um, they need a lot over there. Sure do. Um, I got them taking an edge uh, with their fifth overall pick. Um, so they're going to fill, I think, one of their biggest issues there. But the next, um, I mean, obviously we got to see what they do with Geno. If they sure him up, that changes the whole landscape of what this pick's going to be. Okay. You have them taking Tyree Wilson, the linebacker out of Tech. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Texas Tech. Um, linebacker out of Texas Tech. You had them taking him with, what that, the fifth pick? Fifth, yeah, fifth overall. Fifth pick. Yeah. So you think they're going to go defense again here with their second pick in the first round? It depends. It, it depends. I mean, it, if, they sh if they sure up Geno Smith, I could see them going for a running back. Why would um, they go for a running back, Cody? They've got Kenneth Walker. Yeah, but Kenneth Walker's been hurt already, and we don't know how he's going to bounce back. Uh, and all they have is DJ Dallas back there behind them, and I don't see uh -oh. them spending. I don't see them spending high-profile money when it comes to free agency for a backup uh, for an insurance plan on Kenneth Walker. I'm just saying okay. they need that, and DJ Dallas, DJ Dallas isn't that. Now, obviously, second round is not end of the first. Second round is probably not a prime spot for a backup running back. I'm just kind of free balling here based on what their needs are. Cause it's all, all right. going to depend on if, if they sure up Geno Smith, that's going to be the deciding factor of which way they go with this next pick after five. I got you. I got you. So what's your gut reaction here? Give me a get, flip a coin. Give me a name. <laughs> um, Have we stumped Cody for the first time ever? I haven't gotten this far in the drafts, man, because I'm still doing my trade one, my trade uh, mock. You doing your trades? Okay. And oh, you at Seattle I just, I mean, at I number just what? I just don't know. 20. Seattle at 20. Yeah, Seattle yeah, well, 20. Hey, Jody, what was Seattle's needs? See, my, my thing my thing with Seattle is I, I think they signed Geno Smith. I think Geno Smith outplayed. If you look at his numbers, they were better than any quarterback in job. Seattle Seahawks history. So I, li I like at the number 20 position because I had on um, – at the fifth pick, getting um, Jalen Carter 
or or Miles uh Miles Murphy. I'm sorry, out of out of yeah. So I can I can see them going after uh uh Roderick Jones on the offensive line. You can never go wrong with an offensive lineman. That's a uh that's a low risk high reward type of pick. I like Roderick Jones out of Georgia. I think he helps them immediately. They had a great draft last year where they got a uh, Tyreek. They got Kobe. They got Kobe Bryant. You know they had Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I like them going after Broderick Jones, a guy that can come in and he could be a mainstay. They can put him on the right side at the beginning of his career, and as as years go on, they can move him to the left side. So I like them getting Broderick Jones from Georgia. That's a good. I like one. it. I like it. Yeah, Let's I mean talk. they definitely got to sure up the line too. I mean they just have a lot of needs, man. I think mm-hmm. Seattle's got a lot of needs. Like they would definitely, I see them going best available. Like I said originally, with whoever probably the best tackle or guard is on the board. All right, mm-hmm. that sounds good. So let's talk about Tampa Bay at 19. All right, Whoa. Tampa Bay, let's let's Hold let's, up. let's you got reset. Let's let's reset Tampa Bay here. Uh Tampa Bay. Embarrassing loss in the playoffs. Okay. They win they win the they win the division and they go in there and they get beat down by Dallas. All right. Dallas comes in there and beats them down. So Tom Brady looked every bit his age and he retired after that game. Uh Byron Leftwich is gone as offensive coordinator you know obviously bruce arians has been has retired todd bowles has basically got a reclamation project on his hands but he's in a very weak division uh tampa bay picking at number 19 jody what do you think you know what tampa bay what couldn't they do last year cody they couldn't run the football last year so i have them taking the first running back off the board Bijan Robinson out yeah. of Texas. I think he comes in. He's they say he's one of the best prospects since Saquon Barkley in the draft. Wow. I agree. Wow. I, I like him. I think he I comes got him in. Right I know they got the kid. They got the kid white from um Arizona State last year, but he's they do like him. Back. Yeah, they he do like him, but he's he'll be the third down back. He'll, yeah, he'll play, be a third he'll down play back. Pass catcher role. But I think Bijan Robinson, Robinson can take that spot from him. Bijan can come yeah. in there and with a little bit of development be an every down back for them. And, okay. And, and I like I like Cal Trask at quarterback. I know a lot of people are really not high on him, but I think that under I the like year, him. Uh, under the year of Tom Brady coming in, he still has a plethora of weapons. He still got Mike Evans who had nine straight 1,000-yard seasons. He still got Chris Godwin who caught 100 passes back-to-back yep. seasons. So you get him a running back. You simplify the offense. And Tampa Bay, like you said, is in a weak division. They won a division at 8-9. They may be able to do it again. And Robertson comes in. He rushed for 1,200 yards his rookie year. Yeah, yep. my take on no, the NFC. I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Cody. No, no, no. You're good. I was just gonna say, like, I like them a lot with with Bijan, and I like Kyle Trask a lot as well. I remember when we had our draft live, mm-hmm. I really shouted him out. I thought he was gonna be a great pick, um, especially with the chance to sit behind Brady for that year, like you said, Jody. That's he could be the the, the next guy down there, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. And fantasy wise, he's gonna be somebody that I take as a sleeper pick with like a, a late round or an after-the-draft kind of pickup uh, just as like a, a late-round flyer and uh, hope by week two or three he's still the guy that they actually went, go with or uh, and he's lighting it up because he's got weapons for days down there. Oh, yeah. Whoever has the better quarterback and the best defense in that NFC South is going to the playoffs, and I think that's the best way to simplify it. If you can get any semblance of quarterback play and defense in that division – you should win that division and you're in the playoffs. And That's it's not hard. It's huh? not hard when your best quarterback is Andy Dalton. And there it is. 
And and you, if as a general manager in that division, you know, Tony, you talk about this all the time. You want to get to the playoffs, handle your division first. That's you got listen, everything, everything in the NFL. Uh, if you look back in the late eighties, early nineties, when Dallas used to get big receivers, Philadelphia started getting big corners. Um, Had to. You have to win the battle within your your division first, and then you can worry about everyone else. So think about this. Dallas had such a great offensive line, and even before uh, Dak and them got there, their line was really good. What did Washington do for the first time in history? Beefed up that defensive line. Did, did they get number one, number one, number one, number one on the defensive line? Until so they got it right. Absolutely. That logic is it goes from years ago that it does because you have to you have to beat who you think is the dog in the division. That that's who you have to be. And yep. we talk can't about do that, that all the time. You remember if you can't do that, you're not getting out of the division anyway. So hey, 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 hey the biggest chess move in the division in history, <clears throat> the biggest chess move in the division in history was the Cleveland. Browns signing Deshaun. Yeah. <laughs> Dying your boy. That was the yeah. biggest chess move because now yeah. that has changed everything in that division. Yeah. Everything. They ain't even Baltimore thinks, to Joe Burrow right now. Well, Baltimore well, thinks well, they're not going to give Baltimore thinks they just going to not give uh Lamar Jackson some money. They just think I'm just not going to give him any money. It, it, it yeah, doesn't the work. Fact, the fact that they think that they're just going to franchise this guy is, is... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and guess what, Cody? The, hey, the people are rolling up, and they're rolling up in D.C. There's more chatter about that dude coming down 95. I told you. I keep telling y'all. like About him coming down 95. It's not and, just all smoke and mirrors, man. This shit's woo. real talk. Like, okay. I don't even so, want to talk about Lamar, man. Like I said before, they don't believe in Lamar, man. You don't nah. you don't never let a guy that you believe out there. You, if you had a girl that you really like, you're gonna let her stay out there, let another dude get an opportunity to tape the date. Nah, you gonna absolutely you gonna not. Nah, you're gonna tell you tell her, Joe. You're gonna say, fool, come on in. Come get this. They, they don't they don't they don't respect Lamar. They don't they don't believe in Lamar. And, and I've been saying that since day one. one. It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with his agent. It ain't got nothing to do with his mother. He has everything to do with they don't believe. That's the guy. They want every reason to not sign him to make them look mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. they don't. They, they want another quarterback in, in Baltimore. Yeah. I agree. So hey, are you hey. both agreeing on Bijan Robertson at yes. 19 for Tampa Bay? Yeah. You're both agreeing for that? Great. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving up the moving up the uh, chart. Let's go to uh, Detroit. Uh, uh, we got a question here before we jump to it. Dale says, uh, so, group, is there any antitrust reviews needed when an owner can block a potential buyer and refuse to sell to that person? Uh, that is – remember, I just sent you all that. I sent you that. They're going to push it. They're going to push it to the limit. But the problem is the NFL, I think, is considered private. So – It I, is. It, it, it it the rules are going to be a little different within each which within the group right now if it's outside the group it, because it's in their bylaws 20 it they, has to be 24 yeah. of them have to be able to sell right so daniel snyder owes them a billion dollars 
Y'all do know that, right? I never, we never talked yep. about that. Daniel Snyder had the ball. A billion? He had the ball to pay off the minority stakeholders. Right. Now that okay. loan is up in 2026, but whatever comes in, they're gonna, they're gonna take it off the top. Yeah, they take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an encum It's an encumbrance against the team. It, it right. is a. It is a bad situation that's about to get worse if Daniel Snyder don't do what he's supposed to do. Because I am telling you, those fans, minus Tommy, those fans are rolling. They're not listening to that crap. Hey, my, no my, my thing is this, man. They, they're not going to block a potential buyer. It's not going to happen. First off, the potential no. buyer that they're talking about blocking is the only one who's going to come to him with a viable bid that is anywhere near substantial enough that, that would be acceptable. And the next, the, the next lowest bid, I mean, the next highest bid that came in was 5.5, which is less than what, I mean, way less than what he said he would settle for. So the only person they're talking about blocking is Bezos, but I don't think it's happening. The entire you league, all the owners want him in because he can easily, easily come up with a 30%, not a problem. He's going to increase the potential and the revenue for the league dramatically. They'll literally have the richest person in the world as a franchise owner. It's it. It won't be. It won't happen. I just don't see it happening for a block. It's a feather in the NFL's cap to have. You know, as usual, my man TK has the facts people don't focus on. That's right. Because listen, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dale. You know, I, I look at it like this: if you're the NFL, if you're Roger Goodell, and your job is to work for the owners, because that is his job. He works for the owners. Okay, but his right. job is to do things that are in the best interest of the game, best interest of the sport. And having the one of the world's richest men own a team is in the best interest of your sport. It it captures it captures you know from a public relations standpoint it captures a lot of eyes. It brings people to the tent. And then on top of that, you know Roger Goodell also has to look at the fact that these owners pay his salary. What is he making? Forty million? Forty one million? Something hey, hey, like hey, that. Can I say something, Mr. Rumberger? Mr. Rumberger that just spoke. He was he was my principal when I went to Fairfax County. When I tell you he was one of the best people to ever work for, he he came up with just the best stuff that people when they say a quarterback is like a leader, a principal is like a leader. When you you always have divisions in any school. This is what I learned from him. If you're gonna lead, lead. And like my mom say, lead Follow or get the fuck out the way. That man right there led, and he led, and he and he took a school where people were coming from all over, crying and complaining, this and that. We didn't have not one word of people crying about him, and that was the first on any job, no matter what job you want. They always complain about the boss. Not one person was complaining about him, and and, yeah. and that goes to and that's what I learned. I learned that from him. You if you're gonna lead. Then leave. It, you know what? When stuff goes bad, when we don't get numbers on here and do whatever, I didn't. I don't blame y'all. I blame myself because I'm out here busting my butt to get it done. If you're gonna mm -hmm. leave, leave. Thank you, Mr. Rumberger. Appreciate that, TK. Let's talk about Detroit. Uh, All right, Detroit. Detroit. Their first pick last week. Cody thought there might be a trade there, but possibly uh, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback. Uh, yeah, that's. I, I think they might trade that down, um, but if they had to pick right there, 
uh, Devon Witherspoon. This is who I had them at. Well, that's what you have them up at number seven. You have them at seven. So we're down. Yeah, we're six, down at, 18. at six. Yeah, at yeah, six, no, no, I'm that's sorry. what I was saying. I thought that's what you were referencing. Yeah, no, here I actually. Uh, this is where I had them taking a true cornerback. Um, I had them going for where are we at Ringo Kilo Ringo. You okay. got them on defense, yeah, right? Yeah, Keely Ringo. Um, that's who I had them taking. Um, there at eighteen, because like I said, I think they were going to trade that sixth sixth pick. You thought so, they were going to trade that down? Yep, absolutely. So, all right, what do you think, Cody? I mean, I'm sorry, Jody. My bad. Well, you, when they first pick, I had them picking Joey Porter Jr. with that sixth pick because I believe Joey Porter Jr. embodies what they want, and he has that attitude. He has he has his daddy in him, and I think he's going to bring that grit and that grind. He plays zone very well, so with that pass rush of, of Houston and Hutchinson, two guys is going to be ten sack guys for the rest of their career. He's going to have a lot of opportunities for interceptions. So what I like at that 18th pick, I think offensively, they're very good offensively with Jared Goff. And they got uh, they got the running backs. They got uh, uh, they got guys that can get the ball in the end zone. They got a wide receiver now, Williamson and, and Mase Brown. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Brent, the safety out of Alabama. I think he's the hard-hitted safety in the league. The, I, I mean, like in, the, in college football, he's going to come in and bring him an attitude. He's going to set that tone because they're going to have Joy Porter on one side, Okudo on that side. Then up the middle, you're going to have to worry about Branch. So I like Branch from Alabama to safety. Yeah, see, that's why I like Ringo a lot because that man hits. Like, he's not too tall, but he's quick. He covers ground really, really quick, and he hits, man. That dude, yeah, he's got some shoulders on him. Well, Cody, I got got Ringo kind of dropping because he showed in one-on-one coverage against the NFL wide receiver. He got exposed by Marvin Harrison Jr. in that championship game. And, um, yeah, but I, I mean, who didn't get exposed by Marvin Harrison Jr.? It's almost. But hold on, uh, uh, hear me out though. Hear me out. Okay. Marvin Harrison still only Marvin Harrison only still a sophomore. He's still he's not even a seasoned vet. So what is he going to do against a D hop? Not saying that he's going to go one on one with these guys, but he didn't <laughs> even with safety help. He was getting exposed. And people, when I was in the press box at that game, a lot of Georgia reporters said that his true position is safety. Man, okay. and that and that could be the case. They could they could try to shift him to that safety. But on the other hand, I, I haven't seen many people not be exposed by Marvin Harrison Jr. already. If he could, if, if, if he was, if he was eligible, exposed, if he was eligible, He's, I think he would have been picked early first round in this draft. He's gonna be a top five pick, no doubt. Now listen, easily. I'm gonna say this, okay? Y'all gonna think I'm crazy? Is it possible? That Marvin Harrison Jr. is better than his dad. Is it no, possible? No, no, is it po- no. As a collegian, only as time a collegian, will tell. Only time will tell. Because only I will say will this. Tell. I will say, I'm going to say it. It depends on who his quarterback is. Hold on. No, listen, listen. Marvin Harrison, it didn't matter who was the quarterback. People forget that he was there before Peyton Manning got there. I know. Marvin Harrison was in Indianapolis before that and was putting up numbers before that. So, yeah, of course, when you have Peyton Manning on your team, you're going to get better. Marvin Harrison is one of the most underrated, not just wide receivers, but NFL players, just because if he had the same pizzazz as Randy Balls or Terrell Owens, we'd be talking about him as being the best. He's incredible, but his kids so, sure can't play. When your guy I, as I, good I, as Marvin Harrison and your son is that good, I think, his son, I think his son can be better. Hey, Dave, he's incredible. one of the most underrated players in history. It's Marvin Harrison and the running back that was with Jim Brown. What's my Curtis man's Martin, name? Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin. Those yeah. are the two of the most yeah. underrated yeah. players in history of this game. 
All, all Curtis Martin did was get yards. That's all he did. He just got yards. Same with Frank and Frank Gore. That's all they did was get yards. All right. We're talking Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh Steelers, everybody. Uh, do you want to go first on this, Cody? Or do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, I, mean, no, I, 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 I mean, I'll take it. If, do I got to pick somebody for the Steelers? Yes. And make it good, please. I don't want these Steelers fans calling the show, man, causing trouble. <laughs> I, you know, I don't like them. I don't like them. You know what? Do you want me to put a zero in there for you? <laughs> hey, tell them I'm going to let them get Icky Woods. <laughs> <laughs> So then here All comes right, Jody. Jody. Come on, man. Here Good comes job. Jody's bias. Who did you have, Jody? It's Pittsburgh up. Yeah. Yes. I, I I got well if Cody if Cody is available. I I mean I picked on because Cody had Weatherspoon, which is a wonderful pick going early to Detroit. It's it, you can't go wrong with that pick, but I got Weatherspoon falling to 17. Ooh. Two of the Pittsburgh Steelers who need a defensive back. He, they need someone that can cover. They don't really need a guy that gets a lot of interceptions because because they got uh they got they, their dynamics defensive. They need somebody that can cover for a little bit longer because only pass rusher they had it was Hightower. They had T.J. Watt. Remember T.J. Watt got hurt. You know Hayward up the middle is getting long in the tooth. How much longer can Hayward do it? They need a guy that can cover a little bit longer, and I think Witherspoon is that guy uh, out of Illinois. Um, I don't want him to be good, but that's who they should get. And you know Tomlin gonna coach him up, and he'll be an All Pro within two or three years. Cody, who you got? Um, I got them taking Cam Smith, uh, cornerback. I like him. Um, I like him. Yeah. I mean, the dude, he's his size is really well. He covers a lot of area for his size very well. Um, I mean, I, I think he's very NFL ready. I think he can come in and be a future starter, um, just especially with his physicality already. Um, I mean, yeah, that's I, I got him going cornerback regardless here because, like, I, I yeah, I got him going cornerback regardless. So, okay. so what I, you I just, just got, Gabe, yeah. what you just got yeah, Cam is Smith. that's the they most need. To need. For that. That's the most need right now for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Easily. really, if you look at Pittsburgh, they really don't need, I mean, they got the quarterback, they got it, they got Pickett, they're going to they gonna have to live or die with Pickett. They got Harris yep. at running back. They got Johnson at wide receiver. They got, uh, full, 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 uh pronounce his name, the tight end. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Who could be yeah. with it? Fire yeah. Fire, fire move, fire, fire move. move. The offensive line is a little bit banged up, but I think that you start seeing them jail towards the end of the season. They were young. They, they hadn't played a lot of games. Defensively, only thing I'm afraid of defensively is Kim Hayward. I think he's about to be 34 years old. And I don't know how – I mean, he's been playing phenomenal football. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt, maybe first ballot. I just think that that's where they need is, is at their quarterback, Tony. I think that cornerback position, they have to be able to cover. And look at the division. You got Jamar Chase. You got Amari Cooper in that division. You have you to be able cover. to cover. You better cover. You better cover. You better get after that quarterback. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Good picks, guys. How about uh, the Washington Commanders at 16? Uh, the <sighs> Commanders, go Commanders just made moves today. Let's talk about that. Commanders made some moves today. Uh, released Carson Wentz. That put what twenty nine million dollars back on their uh, cap. Yeah, uh, twenty yeah twenty six point eight, and then 26. also 8. released uh, Bobby McCain. Uh, McCain Bobby McCain which the put another four point four two on their cap. Okay. So, so Cody, they cleared you, up about a little over thirty thirty million in cap space today. You wow. think there's more going on? You think there's before we talk about the draft pick here? You think there's more going on than just clearing cap space to sign uh, Deron Payne? I uh, I don't think there there necessarily is. I really hope 
there is more than anything. And there's a lot of talks. And usually when there's a lot of talks and increasing talks, they're coming from somewhere. They're not just pulled out of nowhere. Um, it's because things make sense. And usually when things make sense, teams see it. And, I mean, uh, I think Lamar taking a trip down the highway to come to Washington would be a massive move. And I know cap space is a big question, but if we – the way that I worked it out is I re-signed Cole Holcomb to a similar – to the same exact type of deal that, say, Tremaine Edmonds is making up there okay. in Buffalo. They go, it would probably garner similar pay. Um. I signed Lamar to the same exact deal that Deshaun Watson has outside of the prorated first year. I gave him a solid $46 million guarantee the first year as well. So for five years, $46 million, that's a $230 million contact, contract just for the sake of argument. You know what I mean? It, it, it could absolutely be agreed to, to be less, but just for the sake of argument, that's what I gave him. Uh, I cut Bobby McCain. I cut um, – uh, a couple Carson of other Wentz. people. Yeah, Carson Wentz, obviously. Yeah, Carson yeah, Wentz. And I, he has to go. And yeah, I, I didn't. And I didn't re-sign Deron Payne. Mm. Did you franchise that him? Doesn't, that that doesn't no that and, and that doesn't kill me because one, if we can offload him before it comes time to re-sign him, which is a possibility. Uh, and, and and that same option with Curtis Samuel because he eats up a lot of cap. If we can get him up out of there, maybe a package deal to Baltimore. Say, you have Jahan Dotson. You you have Jahan yeah. Dotson. You got Jahan Dotson. And then, and when I think of that, we also have Philip Mathias. Um, and then the other uh, uh, D tackle that we have back there as well, um, who can easily fill in that side role next to Jonathan Allen, who we already just paid tons of money. So like, it's not going to hurt me to lose someone like Deron Payne with the type of D line we already have to mm -hmm. get someone like Lamar Jackson, who mm -hmm. will instantly make us an NFC favorite. Okay. And so if you work it out, the cap space can work. I mean, and, and you can go to, to, to check the cap.com or whatever it is and plug all the plays in yourself. And I, I'm a, Hey Cody, I'm going to speak as a Cowboy fan, as a Cowboy fan. I think that is the worst damn move in history <laughs> because you guys should never do anything like that. Because <laughs> you should just stick with a quarterback in a new system for the fourth year in a row and try to build and see if that's okay. Play it safe. <laughs> play it real safe. Can't play it safe. And you will be said no Cowboy in the fan ever. basement <laughs> of team. This team is, has not been in more of a win-now mode. To the people who want to hear this, and now you know I'm speak the truth when I'm going to give Washington credit. Here it comes. Washington 2023 with Lamar Jackson and those weapons are 2022 Eagles on steroids. At every position but tight end, Washington is better. And I don't care about the offensive line. Lamar ain't never had no offensive line. They're scheming the line out. They're mm -hmm. scheming the line out. Don't tell me. Oh, and then look at the defense. And let me give you something. The only team to actually beat Jalen Hurts was Washington. And they beat him with a rinky-dink quarterback. So what do you think they do with Lamar, Jack? Right. Think about it. Washington, only, Washington lost to Philly because they had Carson Wentz. Listen. Philly's – Carson Wentz is terrible. 
I got a, I got a couple things that I may speak. First and foremost, LeBron James looked to be out a couple weeks with a foot injury. LeBron James looked to be out a couple of weeks because that could be detrimental to L.A. and that could be detrimental to the rest of LeBron James' career. I want to throw that out there because I think that's news. I know we're talking NFL yeah. draft, but that's mm -hmm. news, and LeBron James could be out. Now, I'm going to get to my draft pick in a minute for the Red, for the, for the Commanders. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call them Redskins. The Commanders' uh, draft pick. Now, we talk about Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson goes to the Washington Commanders, he, he turns into the best quarterback in the NFC immediately. He's automatically Easy. the best quarterback. So guess what? When you don't have a lot of quarterbacks. He's got two and, amazing and running backs and wide show, receivers. We always say on this show, if everything is equal, it's going to be the quarterback play. Name a quarterback that's really in their prime. Don't say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is always my granddad at this point. Don't You know, Tom Brady's gone. We love Jalen Hurst. But Jalen Hurst is a, is a Carmen copy of lamar jackson and you put lamar jackson on a team that he's never had this many weapons at his disposal if he comes there he's going to be able to make mistakes because the defense is going to be one of the better defenses he's had had too because that front four he get a lead that front four can get pressure on the quarterback so if y'all don't make that decision and anybody that's going against it talking about oh we need to stick with this we need to save money y'all been in the cellar for 20 years yeah wake up it's this, this is it's the most win now season we may have ever had. Maybe Listen, Cody, I'm a Browns fan. I know how bad it feels to be in the basement. Man, what what, is... three or four winning seasons in 25 years. Y'all have <laughs> not had a quarterback since RG3 rookie year. Y'all been y'all been picking and choosing these Hurting. quarterbacks from uh Myers and Walmart. Y'all went and got a quarterback yep. from the gas station. Y'all went and got a quarterback from UPS. Go get y'all a real quarterback. Pay that man his money and watch him work. Now, going to that draft pick real quick. I like hey, the Jeff. quarterback out of, uh, out of Oregon. I got uh, Christian Gomez out of Oregon. He'll be my second quarterback off the board. I think he's athletic. Me and Dev talked about him offline. The kid is athletic. The kid, you can't go wrong with that kid, man. Christian he Gonzalez? Commanders. Huh? Christian Gonzalez? Yeah, Gonzalez. The cornerback. You said Gomez. I said Gomez. Oh, I just wanted to be Gonzalo. sure. Yeah, Gonzalo. yeah. No, I just, I just want to be sure because he's. I. Yeah, I wanted to be sure because I got. I mean, I got him in there too. That's who I think they're going to go with. That's a super Washington-like pick. But if uh, how do you say this guy's name? Uh, Peter Skaransky is on the board. I think they might go with him, man. From North, no Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah, he's yeah, a oh, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a little earlier, but I like okay. He's a big boy, and then outside of that, I like. I thought he would might go earlier too, because that's. I think Washington's going to be in a sweet position to do like a best available. Okay. Because I mm -hmm. honestly think that they. I think if uh, Richardson is still on the board, they might go for him at that pick as he well. Won't be not not on, my, not on my list. He no, yeah, he's he, he's going to throw. If he throws, somebody's going to pick him in the top. 12 or 13. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 thought I thought Carolina might try to take him, but I don't know. It's iffy. I think he might fall, man. I think he might <laughs> fall. That's 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 what this, this league does to quarterbacks like that is they, they have them drop and they drop for we, the little we, tiny things. We talked in production about the quarterbacks. Uh, we still have about four more picks left, but I wanted to bring in uh, Devin Mason. How you doing, Devin? What up, what up, Dev? So up, let's talk about this. Uh, we kind of know who the quarterbacks are going to be taken in the first five or six picks. Stroud and Young are going to be gone by pick number five. 
one, two. Or, we'll make it six because there's one team in there that will not be drafting a quarterback, and that's Arizona. Okay, but almost everybody else in there potentially could draft a quarterback, maybe not Seattle, depending on what happens with with uh, Geno Smith. So talk to me. Which of these quarterbacks is going to drop the most? Will Levis or Anthony Richardson? Which one of those guys is going to drop to, say, 15, 20, somewhere in there? I think Richardson easy. Okay, it's just it's that little bit of lack of. It, it happens every year. There's a quarterback every year who is who's super athletic and has some slight accuracy issues and will just start to fall. It, I mean, it's every single draft, and I just think he'll be that guy. What do you think, Devin? Not that, that, not that – I mean, yeah, I don't think that that says anything to him not being good because I do think he's going to be a beast, but – Go yeah, ahead, Jeff. I don't think uh, – I don't think either going to drop, but they both could. And the the both the thing that they both lack, and you it's something that you just as a quarterback coach you can't teach a kid to throw with anticipation. You if they don't have that, you can't you can't instill that. You cannot instill that into a quarterback. That is God given innate ability, and neither one of them have that. They hold the ball way too long, and they don't throw guys open. They wait till the guy comes open, then they throw the football. That okay. is not going to work at the NFL level. So oh, for no. both of them, they're prod. They're both projects. And when you, as y'all was stating, when you're taking a project, Patrick Mahomes is a project. He just happened to get with a guru, and other gurus and quarterback guys like Peterson and Nagy was still there, and he was able to fall into a great situation where Reed and Nagy and Peterson and the enemy were all there to groom him and to harness everything that he could do into what he is now these guys aren't going to be that lucky to fall into a situation with a reed and a naggy and a peterson and these other quarterback whisperers around the league uh let's see if you go to indianapolis that's 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 striking or striking do we really think striking is that good but that's that was sirianni's work sirianni was the guy that built that not him he just happened to be calling the plays uh if he go, if we go to Carolina, we do know Frank Reich is a quarterback guy. So Richardson or Levis would be blessed to get under a guy like him because he would probably bring out the best in either one of them. Levis is the bigger enigma to me. It's not Richardson. Richardson's stuff right now is more so of Cam Newton-ish. It's just he doesn't have the pocket presence that Cam Newton had. And got to give Cam Newton's coaches at Auburn credit. Uh, we don't give Gus Malzahn enough credit for the offense he created for Cam Newton that one year. That offense was what Ron Rivera said, we're going to run when we draft you. It was no different. North Turner came in, and they basically ran the same thing that Gus Malzahn did. Up-tempo, spread you out, zone read, let Cam be Cam. So you need to get with somebody like that for Richardson. Levis, I question him the most because he couldn't beat out Sean Clifford. That worries me. Yeah, that's pretty a problem. And somebody came to me and said, well, Joe Burrow didn't beat out Dwayne Haskins. Yes, he did. He almost he did. He got hurt. Dwayne Haskins would have been starting if Joe Burrow don't get hurt. So he left, and then Joe Burrow became who Joe Burrow is. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. It's totally – Sean Clifford was at Penn State for 14 years. And we'll let him <laughs> doctor, this right? <laughs> he, he couldn't was. beat this dude out. This dude was there for 14 damn years, and you couldn't beat him out. And we saw Sean Clifford. He ain't that good. He – serviceable at best, doesn't win big games, throws picks in big games, and he's he's up and down. He's great and he's bad. So for me, 
I think guys are young and strong. We know they're going to be special. Like Cody said, Richardson has huge upside. It's going to take the right guy to, to harness that upside. And yeah. he's and but but the guy that could really be the steal of this draft is at a Division three school. His he plays at Shepherd. Division That's two. That's the kid that no one's Division talking two. about. Division two. two. Shepherd. What's yeah. his name? That kid. Uh, uh his name his is name Tyson. Name. Tyson, yeah, Tyson, no, I know you're talking Tyson, about. New, Tyson, something would it be? Tyson Benford. Yeah, I was just reading about him today. That I kid, in, I put him in my top ten quarterbacks when I sent it to the group. Yeah, you did. I you love him. In your top ten. I love him. I think when you look at the things he can do, it's things that he does. See, I'm a Mike Shanahan guy. I follow. I'm a Mike Shanahan quarterback guy. I, that's who I have listened to over the years when I was when I learned the position. He 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 stated if a three if if a quarterback has these four things. You can turn him into a guy. Mm-hmm. Athleticism, mobility, anticipation, and the understanding of a defense pre and post snap. If them four mm-hmm. things are attributes that a guy has, he can be serviceable for you because he's going to do yeah. everything you need out of that position. That's what I think, I think the guy think from Shepard does. I think in hey, today's Cody. league, our RPMs is massive on there as well. Because hey, the, these cornerbacks and safeties are so fast nowadays, man. You gotta get a ball there quick. What you got, Dave? I'm sorry. Uh one thing I have to jump off real quick and I'm sorry, but let me get this one thing out. Cody, can you finish up the uh, mock for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can finish it up. Hey, Devin, you mentioned uh Joe Burrow, uh you know, Joe Burrow losing the quarterback job at Ohio State, right? He got hurt. The winner of that, the winner of that quarterback race, he threw 50 touchdowns. He did. If he, he did. was the guy that was supposed to lose, they were in great hands. They were in great hands. They were in great hands regardless. They were that and, was, and that's what hurt Merlin so much when Haskins decommitted and went dead. That set Merlin back three or four more years. And he then broke every you got, you know, on the man. He did. He, yeah. he, I mean, he went crazy. He went crazy yeah. that year. I mean that offense, know, and that offense was incredible. Was uh Terry coming. McLaurin. Was out there. He's one of the top receivers in the NFC now, and he's Paris, what third year player, Campbell, fourth Campbell, year Curtis player. Samuel. Yeah. They had everybody. They had. They had I mean, they were loaded. Dixon, they were loaded. Dixon yep. was out there. They were yep. loaded. They hey, had guys. Noah Brown. They had Noah and, and Brown. They had Noah Brown. Dallas. Terry McLaurin turned out to be a lot better. Yep. Hey, Cody's going to finish this up for you. I got to jump off, fellas. But you've got Green Bay up next. New England, New York Jets, Houston, and then Tennessee to finish up. Okay. I want to all right, Dave. I want to answer that question. They said, "What quarterbacks do they think is gonna gonna drop?" I don't think either one of the quarterbacks are gonna drop. I think we're gonna have four quarterbacks in the top ten. But a guy that we're like we're not really talking about that I've been I was at work. I should have been doing my job. If you, I was doing film study anyway. The kid from Stanford, Tanner McKee, is a kid that I'm really, really I can't wait to see him throw on Saturday. Because I think that's a kid that probably perhaps can creep into the top 15 and, and, and maybe, you know, give Will give Will Evans a run for his money, Anthony Richardson, as being that third quarterback selected. You want to know what's going to hurt him? The guy that preceded him is terrible, Davis Mills from Stanford. Yeah. That's going to hurt yep. him. They're going to hold that over him. And I hate to be like that, but Davis Mills is awful. I get awful. that, but who the last Florida quarterback that was successful in the league? No, but see, as we stated though, the Anthony Richardson size, athleticism, that is a that is what that is gonna be hard to overlook. Now, McKee could go, but again, the coaches, these guys in these rooms, 
they hold stuff like that over guys. Oh, he was at Stanford. Look how bad the guy before him was. And as much as we look at Davis Mills, we go, he's terrible. He's terrible. He's not good. <laughs> now, now the Texans are terrible too, but he's he, he's not good. He's just not good. And he was a five-star, number one rated pocket passer coming out of high school in the whole it's, country. It's just real difficult when you ain't got nobody to throw to. Yeah, and he wasn't that good at Stanford, though. And I didn't understand <laughs> the love that he got coming out of Stanford. He was, wasn't that good in college. Have y'all noticed how they got Jacoby Brissett was probably the last one out of yeah, Florida. Have, have y'all noticed? No, nah, he went to NC State. He went to NC State. Have he was there noticed? in 2011. He didn't play, though. He didn't play, yeah. They, they've gotten rid of pocket pass, the dual pass. It, it, it just doesn't fit anymore because there's no such thing as just a pocket passer anymore. I, I, I think that is is gone. I mean, all the quarterbacks – uh, uh, have to be able to move. There's no such thing as a pocket pass. What number are we on, fellas? Yes, what he number did are play. we on? Who did oh, you pick bad. for the Redskins, Cody? Man, there's so many. I had I was bouncing between three people. It was either going to be Christian Gonzalez. Um, if if Richardson was available, he was going to get taken. And the same with uh, Peter Skaransky. The tackle from Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's a good player. So, so Jody and 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 Dev, does Eb look at Richardson's film? Oh, he's he's going to take a look at combine it. and say, "I want to start with my own quarterback." He's, he's definitely going to look at that happen? He's definitely going to look at the film because. He's, go ahead, go ahead, Jody. You go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I was going to say, he's not, he not going to be available. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he probably won't be available, but but Eb is going to look at the. He's definitely going to look at it because. EB isn't coming in here thinking he's just going to be the coordinator. Ron Rivera is a dead man walking. He's a diesel lame duck. So EB is sitting there saying, new owner, if it's somebody that's got Jay-Z in the mix, I got a real good chance of getting this job because Jay-Z going to push for me because I'm a black man. I'm just going to call it what it is. That's what Jay-Z was hired for by the NFL. That's what they're pushing for him to be a part of his ownership group because they want to have inclusive African-American representation, Correct. But but Dad, do you want that? Do you want to? Would you do you want to play for an organization or be with an organization that can backdoor a guy? If you're just gonna get rid of him, get rid of him. Don't make it a. Don't make it. Oh, he got to do well. If he don't do well, because if you if they did it to him, they're gonna do it to him. They did. Well, it to Ron Rivera there. is there. Well, Ron Rivera can't be fired right now because they they have nobody else to run anything. He has to be there. The but team's up for sale. The team's for sale. Like like Cody said, the team's for sale. There's no one running any day. He's <laughs> the owner right now. He's the owner every day. He's the owner. He's basically acting as the owner right now. So that's the power. I mean, that, it's like Ron Rivera was literally the one who fielded the whole interview to get EB there. Like he Ron he Rivera ran the whole hiring there. process. Didn't he interview Anthony uh, Everett? I'm saying Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Lynn, Lynn out there. And yeah. I, he, he interviewed at a him golf, at a golf at tournament. A golf club. <laughs> like this is crazy. Like yeah, that's how bad it is here. Like literally, so, yeah, this owner yeah. has ruined this franchise. He's ruined it. So Ron Rivera will be. Sorry, Ron Rivera is doing a great job in front of as far as leadership, but he's a terrible head coach. He's just terrible. He's a terrible head yeah. coach. The guy has three winning seasons. In what thirteen years as a coach, and but he brings it. tremendous he got character. Four. Stop, Dev. He got four. Oh yeah, he does have four. He does have four. But you but know, he brings uh, tremendous. He character does bring character. He brings leadership. Yeah. He brings uh, uh, integrity. He brings all that. He brings. He that, also, you know, 
is the only coach in NFL history that won a division twice with losing records. Yeah, he's the That's only guy absolutely to do. a terrible record to <laughs> talk about. Man, I'm going to get off of you, man. I'm not doing this with y'all, man. Leave Riverboat alone, man. Riverboat's terrible, man. Hey, who's number 15? Who y'all got? Uh, so 15 at Green Bay, man. I got a Ohio. I got him taking Paris Johnson Jr. at Ohio State. Oh, yeah, the tackle. tackle. They need a lineman. They need somebody on that outside so bad in Green Bay. They yeah, need because Wilson gets hurt every year. Bakhtiari, they can't trust Dude. him no more. He's well, he, he's one of the best tackles in the game, but he's, he's he, I mean, he's never healthy. He's missed more games than he's played in the past three seasons. Like, well, you back, can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess back to Ari will have a job in Colorado with Dion. He's a Colorado guy. Him and Dion yep. talk all the time. He'll have a job with yeah. Colorado staff when he's done. So who you good. got, Jody? Who that who what does Aaron Rodgers cry about every season? He a cries. Receiver. I don't have anybody to throw to. I don't have anybody to throw to. So I got them getting Zay Flowers from Boston College. Oh that nice. dude, that dude game fifteen. He, does love him some, he loves him some Christian Watson though. Yeah, but he, he need more than him because even when he had yeah. Devontae Adams, he was crying about not having another receiver. So go right. give him what that's he wants. That's why want. they brought Randall Cobb back. Million, give him what the hell he wants. So he hey, can you stop think that's crying. what he was praying for in the dark room? Right. <laughs> he going to come back and he going to be the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> so next up we got uh, New England at 14. Who you got? New Jody. England is, a, is another team that need wide receiver help. So I got them get the kid uh, – Quentin Johnston out of TCU. I think oh, he nice. can come in there. Big time. He's explosive. I think he can work well with Mac Jones because I don't think he's as fast as as, as he's advertised. You know, New England like guys is not that fast, but fast. Right. So yeah, it I like. Qu- I don't know what he's doing, but uh, I got, got Quentin. It. I got Quentin. Um, I got Quentin Johnston from TCU going to the New England. Okay, that's a great. That's a great move because that guy was I, uh, in the championship. I got, yeah, I got him actually going a little bit earlier. I got him going to Tennessee. Uh, but I got New England taking a, a wide receiver, though, guy out of USC, Jordan Addison. Yeah. Oh, hey, Cody, he from he from Gatesburg, Germantown. Yeah. yeah, I got him going a little bit earlier, but yeah. Yeah, he's – yeah, I mean, I, I like I like them a lot. Um, I mean, I know they need a wide receiver, regardless, though. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wide receiver at that spot, no matter what. Um, okay. New York Jets, thirteen. Thirteen. New York Jets. What you got? You know, I'm doing this without notes. Y'all see, I'm doing this with no hands. So I got the kid Peter Sorokovic. What was his name from from Northwestern, the offensive lineman? I can't Scrum. pronounce his name. He, I got him going there because if you look at the Jets, I don't think they can afford at that pick to take a quarterback because they'll be in a Zach Wilson situation again if they go try to find a quarterback at that pick with that Hell type no. of talent. I think they need to go all in on going to get Derek Carr because they need a seasoned quarterback to come in and lead this team because yeah. they got too much talent. And they're, they're a quarterback. I hate to use this term, a quarterback away. I'm not going to use that after last year's debacle with Russell Wilson. So I say Derek Wilson. I mean Derek. Derek Carr can come in, and they can go get another piece on that offensive line. They already have some good pieces on that offensive line. You know they got weapons on the outside, and we know they got a good defense. So that's why I got them picking at that that selection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I got them going defense again here, though. I got them taking a safety, safety Brian Branch, uh, Brian Branch out of Alabama. Okay, what's the next pick? The next pick is Houston at number 12. Houston got and that many picks? They got Cleveland's, yeah, that, Cleveland's pick. That's Cleveland's yeah, pick Cleveland's at 12. Pick. 
And this is, where, this is where I had Joey Porter Jr. going. See, I, I go because they went and got Derek Derek Stingley Jr. I think they I think their back end is pretty good. Their front seven was horrible in Houston. I like them going to get CJ Strouds with their first pick. And CJ Strouds had to have somebody to throw to. So I have none other than Jordan Addison at that pick out of USC at wide receiver. I think he'll click immediately with CJ Strouds. They get a little protection up there for him. They got a good running back. I think he can be a, a impact player in year one. Nice. Nice. Still got John Michi. Still got Michi, too, from Alabama. Yeah, I was going to say, they got Michi. Yeah, he's, he's healthy. Let me a disclaimer. Folks, we argue all the time on the thing, but none of these guys have actually said to each other who they were going to pick for right now. You guys are getting it off the cuff first time. So if you're listening, you're listening to three people that's not being influenced by each other and, oh, yeah, we like so-and-so. They're picking from what they have been studying. So we, we, we have Deb, we have Jody, and we have Cody. So these right. are going to be the ones that we follow on the TD report. These are going to be the ones that we go through. ESPN got three, so why can't we have three? I mean, that's going to be our three. So they got three shots to be right, so let us have three shots to be right. <laughs> All right? So that's how so, we yeah. Next pick is what? Where are we at? The next pick is the final pick for the night. Uh, that's pick 11 with the Tennessee Titans. This is actually where I had Quentin Johnston going uh, out of TCU. Um, I think he's, yeah. I mean, the kid's a beast. I got him going to the first team that needs a wide receiver. Um, and it, they they need some help over there. Well, you, they got to replace AJ. You know what I'm gonna do because AJ gone, they didn't really get what Trey Burks what they, um, they didn't really get what they was looking out from him. Uh, they just they just cut Robert Robert Woods. So guess who gonna come in and save the day? Jackson Smith and Jigba, a guy that did not play football last year for Ohio State, just like Jamar Chase didn't play a year and he came in and lit up the NFL. Jackson Smith and Jigma on a team that had was loaded at the wide receiver position. He was considered probably the best on that team at that time, even better than Marvin Harrison Jr. His that year that they played, he's not better. You got him going that early. I got him going number eleven. If if Jackson Smith and Jigma, the guy put up. Do y'all remember the last game he really played was the Rose Bowl and he lit up Utah, a team that you lit Utah up. So Jackson Smith and Jigma in that slot position. That's a position that gets a, a, a large amount of targets in the NFL now. If you got a guy in that, that slot that can catch 80, 90 to 100 passes, which Jackson, Smith, and Jimmy can do, and he can win on the outside if need be. I like him at 11. He's going to help Tannehill prolong his career because if he don't get somebody to help him, his career is over this year. Yep. What you think, Deb? Talk to me. I like that pick. I, I think uh... – I think Tennessee is going to have to replace Taylor Lewan, though. So they might take Ooh. a tackle because Taylor Lewan's gone. So for oh, me, I know they like him, you know, they need a receiver, but I think you got to protect, you know, open. You still got to, they're, they're investing this in the running game. And with, their, with, with you know, with Derrick Henry and with Tannehill being a guy that is, you know, serviceable, not great, you got to protect him. So letting Taylor Lewan walk. They got to get a, a tackle in there that can play right away. And I don't see them spending money in free agency because if that was the case, they would have just kept Luan. So they're probably going to draft a rookie 
and put him out there. Like uh, Staransky could be their pick. From but, you know, yeah. but you yeah. know, but you know, the one. Luan had missed a couple games the last two seasons, and they still was one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. And you look at last year when he – not this past season, but the year before that, they were really good in the past with A.J. Brown. That's why I don't understand why they didn't sign him and pay him his money. But, anywho, I, I think that they – uh, uh, I'm saying, didn't they fire that GM, though, during the season? Yeah, I think they, they got yeah. fired. Yeah. 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 He should remember the night that – should have been. You, you remember the night he made the trade uh, draft? Mike Vrabel almost punched him. You could see Vrabel oh, like yeah. turn around and like grab his fist, like he wanted to punch him. Like <laughs> it was, it was. I was like, Joe, he's not happy about that move. Like Vrabel was not excited. He he went along with it, but he was sitting there saying, "You trading away the one explosive weapon we got on the outside, and we're gonna draft a guy who Burks can play, but Burks isn't AJ Brown. He's a good player, but he's injury prone, and he's not AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a freak of nature. He's let's be yep. athlete." He showed me in Philly this year what I had been thinking he was and had seen flashes this year. I saw everything come together in Philly. Okay. okay. That was a money move, probably. So, There's a money so move, bro. Yeah. We want to make sure that we, 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 we ain't giving too much to you guys. You guys heard what they – right now, we've gone from 1 to 20. Um, hopefully, on Thursday when we get back, the day before my birthday, you know, the best day of the year, baby. Three, three. You know, my birthday coming up on Friday. You know, we're gonna celebrate my birthday on here from the combine. We're gonna have my man Jody is gonna be there at the combine. We want my man Jody to come live from the combine and kind of fill us in and take us in and bring us into what he's seeing that day. I sent y'all the thing. Who's performing first? What is the first group? Line, linebackers and D linemen. The linebackers and D-linemen, it doesn't really get kicked off until that Friday and Saturday when them quarterbacks get up in there and them running backs and the wide receivers. But Jody's going to be there. He's right around the corner. I want to make sure, folks, all your things, please push the TD report out to Spotify. Right, Cody? Uh, it's on everything, man. Anywhere that you guys Apple. listen to podcasts, uh, you can get – every episode to replay so if you listen to your podcast on apple music on spotify on stitcher on iheart or whatever you listen to your podcasts on you can find us just search the td report and we'll be up there every episode is posted okay I, and what we want to do is just kind of set you guys for what's coming on what we found out today we found a couple things out uh the number one quarterback on the list, uh, Young will not throw, but everyone else is scheduled to throw at noon on Saturday. Saturday is going to be a blockbuster day because everybody wants to see these guys throw. And, Deb, I don't think this many has participated like that. Remember, everybody was kind of sitting out for years. It's going to be – hey, I'm going to tell you what. The person who's going to have the biggest day and who's going to make the most money is that Richardson kid. If Richardson comes out and he does well, I I can see him going top five. I I, I still I still can't see him getting up that high. I believe that uh, the person that can can really up his stock the most is Will Levis because he did not play in his bowl game. He didn't play in the senior bowl. Either A, they were trying to hide him, or B, maybe he was injured, a little nicked up. They want him to be completely 100% healthy because he could have not thrown in the combine. He could have waited to his pro day, but he decided to throw. 
So this is a guy that I think that can really up his stock. I think he can silence a lot of critics tomorrow. Um, will come this upcoming week if he can make some of them throws, man. I think he can really quiet a lot of people about his abilities and what he can do. I don't think it matters what he did against Mississippi State and all that stuff and all those. No, I don't think it really matters because a lot of people didn't do that great in college and came to the NFL and lit it up. But we all He's, agree that the top two quarterbacks um, are my man uh, from Alabama and my right, man from Ohio State. Right. Now, so, so that we go down the list, do not – so I'm, let me tell the fans, do not forget Hendon Hooker. He is the wild card of the wild card of this because he can't play next year. He probably won't be healthy until October, November. So he's going to have to go to a team that probably has a quarterback that's that's probably on a one-year deal or whatever else and get ready. So don't forget about him as a thing. But, Jody, if my man Richardson runs a 4-4, he is a top 10, top five pick. I got him. He runs a 4-4, and he kills it. And his arm is what they say it is. Man, them, uh, uh, listen, the egos of the dudes in the NFL are the reason why he would go high, because they think they can make him into whatever because I'm, of their ego. I'm going to say this, and I'm, I got go to roll. I'm going to say this, and I, I see what you're saying with Richardson, but – Everybody wants Levins to be good. And if he goes out there and actually proves that he's – look at what McShay – McShay got him as the number one quarterback coming off the board. No, he so, don't. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, no, he don't. Yes. Man, you go ahead, man. Stop. I'm dead serious. Joe, you, you, you lying, man. No, I'm serious. He had him – he had him – I don't know what I don't know what he was looking at. But the thing oh, I'm saying no, is – this. I got to bounce, fellas. Yeah, I got to go, too. To make him look like he's right, and they're going. If he go out there and make some throws, that 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 the ball whistling off his hand, I'm telling you, not only would he up his draft status, but he may pass some of those guys that we think are going one and two because we seen guys that we thought was going one and two, and he went eleven to the Bears, right. and a guy named Zach Wilson that looked good in shorts and a t-shirt jumped all the way up to two. So just 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 yeah. bear with me on that. All right, folks. Hey. All right. Join us Thursday night. We'll be back. Um, my man Jody will be there. Uh, I may, I may sneak up there, Jody. Not Come on up. I may Come sneak up, up the indie, baby. But Come hey, good seeing there. you guys, man. Thank you. I'll see y'all next week. I see y'all. Right, next Thank you guys for for coming on TD Report Monday and Thursdays, seven fifteen. Thanks.